1: This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again
2: Our bodies were made From From To boy man And back,
1: back again.
2: again Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi I'm Lucy Thomas. I'm Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 2011 horror sci-fi comedy, Detention, directed by Joseph Kahn and starring Josh Hutchison. Why can't I say Hutchison (laughs) properly either? (laughs) (laughs) That's so shit. Hutchison. (laughs) In which a group of teens try to survive a copycat serial killer, time-traveling bears and extraterrestrials and Saturday Detention. We always love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email or chuck us a review on iTunes so that we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Ice Off already. Off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we get into our main review, we should note that we will be spoiling Detention from the beginning and it is a film that can be spoiled. So we recommend that you go watch it before you listen to the rest of the episode, which you can do for free on Crackle or you can rent or buy the film on YouTube or Apple.
1: Um, Why are you doing that in particular?
2: For this episode? Yeah. I feel like because this is a film that – has um, to be is seen. good. Oh right. <laughs> um, Well yeah, I was
0: like, is this the first question? Do we all recommend
2: <laughs> it? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, watching like Ice Angel, one, I it's a hard film to find, so I don't expect people to actually be able to find it. Two, like, nobody needs to waste their time on this shit. I feel like this is a film that has a plot that goes in places you don't expect, so I wanted to put that spoiler warning in. Yeah. Right. So on to detention. This is a film that is absolutely chock full of ideas and high concepts. The film is throwing plot out at a breakneck pace. Did this body swapping element manage to stand out enough among all of this for this to be considered a body swapping film?
1: No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. <laughs> like it has a body swap I'm in sorry, it.
1: Paul. It, like it, it was like a minute, an hour and how long in till the swap. I was like- Yes, Paul made a mistake here.
0: Yeah. But, but if we compare isn't, it, though, technically it isn't. Like, it's happening the whole time. The whole, yeah, but you
1: don't find out. Yeah. Like,
0: but it's like a mystery that's a surprise. i yeah. like, pretty cool, which is so like, it's like the last 10 minutes of the film, and they're like, oh, let's just do some body swapping for a, for a little while, you know? <laughs> yeah.
2: I feel like, because this is, so obviously this is Brendan and I's second viewing of the film and Lucy's first. I'd say. Fourth or fifth. Oh, yeah! Wow. Okay. So so I think for for me watching it a second time, knowing about the body swap, there's so many clues being dropped in the first half of the film that it felt like more of part of the film to me. Like it felt-
1: I can see how that would be. Yeah. That would be real.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But- by you saying "why" to Brendan when he said he watched it five times, I'm guessing you didn't like the film. No, I didn't. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> what didn't you like about it?
1: It was so unfocused. There were too many ideas, and I don't think it was very well executed. I'm not. Oh wow. Down with it.
2: Ah, I'm really surprised. I was expecting us all to vibe
0: on it.
1: Yeah, I really <laughs> thought I would like it. it so just it was a really strange tone, and I felt like it. It didn't land. Okay. Yep. Sorry. I don't think
0: I don't think you're alone going yeah. by the lyric like reviews and stuff. But why yeah. why
1: have you watched it five times? You really liked it.
0: Basically all the things you said I actually really enjoy about it. Like mm-hmm. yeah, just particularly uh, where am I going with this?
1: I don't know, man. you <laughs> got to sell I'm, me on this. Like... This is all you.
0: Like, it's such an interesting way to do a film. And, like, uh, Joseph Kahn talks about um, trying to make a film that will actually hold the attention of this generation without yeah. them going to their phones. That, like you said, it's going at such breakneck speeds because it's trying to just tumble over itself. It's almost like a commentary on itself that it does that. Yeah. But
1: I feel like it made me want to pick up my phone. I'm like, this is so, like... Out there, it's too much. <laughs> I'm like, I want to scroll through Instagram.
0: Yeah, I get, like, I don't think it's, like, a perfect film. But it's, it's
2: not a film that you could recommend to everyone yeah. and just go, like, everyone needs to watch this and everyone will love this. It's a divisive movie and you're either going to vibe with it or hate it. And you really vibed with it? I vibed with it. Like, mm. I just, I love the, the tone. I love all the references in
1: it. There were definitely, like, things like that that I appreciated about it. But, you know, yeah. it really annoyed me a lot. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like the visual style of the film I really liked and I I love the pace of it as well. I love the fact that it just doesn't give you a second. I was gonna
1: say it's just really manic and like annoying yeah. and awful. Yeah. <laughs> Like it, and it just- <laughs> You need to have light and shade I feel like this was just like idea vomit Just constantly <laughs> yeah. coming at you uh,
2: I love idea
0: vomit I, I, I don't disagree Like if I was to say se- Like this is not a good script Like and that's usually the thing that I love about films Is like a good mm. script But this one like If you take a second and think about anything that went on It doesn't actually work
1: Yeah like there was a boy that was a fly
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Because the meteor
2: fell to earth Yeah but
1: like the whole film should spin about that
2: <laughs> But there is already That's a film called It's called The Fly called The Fly Well then don't put the fly boy in it then <laughs> uh, I, think, I think if you spoke to Joseph Kahn And suggested that the film doesn't hold up under that much scrutiny I think he would definitely argue that on that And I've seen him like defend the film in that respect That they have justifications for every single detail that is in this film Well let's do the plot then Paul <laughs> no. <laughs> I wouldn't even know it again with this yeah, film. Yeah, me either. Um,
1: I mean, I don't think that's not the marker of a good film. You should be able to tell me what it's about.
2: But that's why it's a good film because there's just so much there. Like, every viewing, you could focus on a different plot.
1: It made me feel really like. It, it,
2: Disorientated. And like or?
1: overstimulated. It, re- it really like unrattled me i didn't like the feeling of how i felt <laughs> after this
2: did you like uh, even from the beginning how there's that opening credit sequence and you don't even realize you're watching an opening credit sequence until like halfway through it and all the like the people's cons shoes but instead of the converse symbol it's like the actor's name and mm-hmm. then it's like all these little details that are everywhere and it's just like flying at you so quickly and did it was that the point where you realized you didn't like the film where that girl in the opening sequence was no, like I was talk- like
1: if the whole film is like this I'll be down and then it it changes yeah. really quickly like I'm like was that even real
2: it was yeah it was real though cuz the uh, the other characters reference it later yeah in the but, film, but then it
1: just it just changes and goes on to the next thing and it yeah, it, yeah i tone, just couldn't get a, it
0: just yeah it i just, couldn't get
1: a feel for it straight away i'm like what is this a slasher movie is this like a high school thing i
0: just yeah yeah <laughs> it's 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 the 90s to 2000s in a in a jar like for those are listening if you haven't seen it there's a big uh, there's a lot of references to the what, what phase would you call that the scream phase where
2: uh, i think it's Yeah, it's talking about, like, 90s slasher films, but then it's also transitioning into the 2000s torture porn Saw-type era of filmmaking as well. But it's also, like, commenting on, like, 80s teen movies and (laughs) uh, early 2000s teen movies as well. But then it's also, like, referencing, (laughs) like, Back to the Future and The Fly and, Freaky Friday And Freaky Friday <laughs> So it's just like throwing everything at the wall Yeah, it's genre vomit like. yeah. Yeah. And, yeah And literally Joseph's Khan, Joseph Kahn's name in the opening credit is written in vomit In the urinal That's
1: disgusting <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you like the characters at least in this film? No None
1: uh, I, of like, them? I thought the, the sorry, the whole body, the, the body swap that's there, yeah. can we talk about that? Yeah. So, yeah. it's a girl and her mum have swapped, and but they've swapped timelines.
2: Yeah. So, they've body swapped, but also time swapped. So, the, the, the girl- <laughs> I
1: can girl, see why Brendan was it. There's a bit of time travel in there.
2: The girl from 2011 has swapped bodies with her mother in- um, 1992. 1992. Mm. So, um,
1: so I I did think her references were funny because like yeah. I got you know nearly all of them yeah <laughs> and that was funny to me and especially the way. Uh, the other girl's kind of like, what are you even talking about? Like yeah. <laughs> no know? one
2: understands anything yes. she's talking about. Yeah,
1: so it, it makes sense when you find out that, you know, she is in this sort of swapped parallel timeline, blah, blah, blah. It, yeah, it, it was funny. And so, I think it also, like... It, literally the fourth thing I wrote down is who are we rooting for? It was just like, it just kept like...
2: <laughs> and
1: like Josh Hutchison's character's just really annoying and like cut off singlets and i just it, it felt it felt like it was trying to be like i don't know like not another scary movie but it wasn't yeah like it sometimes just felt so silly
2: but i think it was very intentionally you guys are going
1: to get brick brick wall from me this episode guys i'm sorry
2: yeah i think so and
1: the tenth thing i wrote is i think i hate this <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, The the body swap, I think, solves something that we see in a lot of the body swaps that we do is how clueless some people are about... Like when a mother and daughter swaps in Freaky Mm -hmm. Friday, how clueless the mother is about her daughter's life, even though it doesn't really make sense that she would be that clueless about how the world works in present day. Whereas the fact that they've swapped timelines as well, I think makes that make a little bit more sense in a way and and makes but that also, funnier
0: also also makes no sense because then she actually ends up Staying in that timeline and growing up in the 90s, and then she would give birth to herself, yeah, and then somehow they'd swap bodies with her mother. Still, it's you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it makes it's like Bill and Ted (laughs) logic of of time travel, which is you know, fine if that's the way you're going. (laughs) But but the
2: film also references the fact that she's going to have to give birth to herself,
0: so yeah, yeah, but. But how does that work? Because then she would switch bodies with her mother again, which doesn't make sense because she's already her mother.
1: Did you <laughs> did you like the characters, Paul?
2: I did. I think Clapton Davis, who's Josh H- Hutchison's character, mm. is like a parody of an insipid millennial.
0: Mixed with a Ferris Bueller, like, you yeah. know, but
2: everything. I love like like yeah. a Ferris
1: Bueller. I don't want to be like around an and. An insipid millennial, like, yeah. get that away from me. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think everyone's just, like, amped up to the nth degree to the point where they're just parodies of themselves and they're endearing.
1: sunglasses and cut off singlets. I was like, this is like the heartthrob, I'm sorry.
2: But it was just so ahead of its time because the film is 2011 and it, it, it predicted this generation's obsession with nineties fashion and culture. But he wasn't and even I was, dressed
1: in nineties.
2: He like those those awful sunglasses and the singlet. Yeah, yeah, that's nineties. Mm, and
1: no, I was not, at Laneway. Like, not the nineties that I idolized. I like was the at grungy a, But he was wearing like fucking weird rave clothes.
2: Yeah. Well I was at a music festival yesterday (laughs) full of 16 to 18 year olds. And I can tell you that rave wear is back and it's awful, but it's back. (laughs) So tell some of them to
1: watch this movie. There was
2: like, I, there was fashion trends that are back that I would have never, ever predicted. What
1: are we talking?
2: Like, um, girls wearing like bra and panties with just like a fishnet bodysuit over the top. You had girls we- wearing those like giant fur, pink fur boots. Gative, yeah, wow. Wait, they, they're back? They're back. The <laughs> most hideous Fucking rave nineties fashion like when we is went to so back. fresh,
1: or whatever it was. So, yeah, sorry so pop. What did we go to?
2: So, uh, I can't even remember. It's like a nineties <laughs> throwback. But everyone concert. was like dressing yeah.
1: up for the nineties. Yeah. Well, now it's become <laughs> it's
2: become the reality. Oh,
1: what a nightmare.
2: Yeah. It, like fashion is hideous again, and they've just taken all the worst trends from the nineties and brought them back. So, and this film knew this was coming. I think this film. It, it will age like fine wine.
1: Lucky break. No. <laughs> this film will spoil like cheese. <laughs> it's, it's,
2: Joseph Kahn, he works, the director, he works in music videos with the biggest artists on the planet, and I feel he has his finger on the pulse of of cultural trends and where pop culture is, and he shapes pop culture in a lot of ways. He chooses the aesthetics of the biggest artists and he knew he knows what's coming, and he knows what's happening. Mm.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, uh, did you did you feel uh, a lot of like familiarity with this when, if you reflect on watching *Bodied* and how that film was like the the aesthetic and how it was shot and stuff? I
1: mean, I guess maybe how it was shot, but it, I mean, I feel like it was *Bodied* was one idea.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this this is definitely doing something different, but
2: I think the other thing I really respect about this film is that it is
1: so out there,
2: and no one would make it. So he put mm. up ten million dollars of his own money and made it. And he's I, like, no one else is going to fund this. The I'm ninth it. thing
1: I wrote down <laughs> was this high production, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he like he knows the tricks of the trade how to make something look more expensive than it is mm. from m- making music videos. But, yeah, he put up his own money. I feel like most of the film looks great. I think the only scene that really hasn't aged well is when the bomb goes off in the school. And the flames and stuff are out. Yeah, yeah. That was probably the only scene that I thought was, like, downright ugly. But I think otherwise the film looks great and has, like, a great energy to it the whole time. Mm. <laughs> But obviously,
1: didn't impress Lucy. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) And also, I just like need to point out that I think directing Taylor Swift music videos doth not a culture taste maker create.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I would highly, one, I would highly disagree (laughs) with that. Two, like, name me an artist and he's done her, like, their video, like, he's done so many artist videos. Like Katy Perry mm. and like so many people mm. in all all genres. He started off in hip hop. He's done metal. He's done rock. He's done you know Marilyn Manson videos, Rob Zombie videos, There's a
1: lot of Taylor Swift coming up on the OMG though.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, he, he, she's been his muse of late.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. So this you- is the least amount of notes I've ever taken as well it, for any film we've ever watched. Really? With yeah. so
0: much going on? I guess yeah. it's hard to keep up.
1: And, and, <laughs> and I just sort of was like, I don't really want to, like, I don't really know what to say about what I just saw. Like, <laughs> I don't want
0: to talk about it.
1: <laughs> I, I, I just was like, I, what do I make a note of? I'm like, it's all insane. And, yeah. and I, I don't really know how I feel about any of it.
0: What about Riley? She's like the, you know, she's the outcast in school, vegetarian, she was so annoying, she (laughs) likes older guys,
1: she was like, you you couldn't (laughs) root for anyone, she was really annoying, like, sorry. (laughs) She was so
2: hard done by, like, you know, everyone was bullying her for no reason, and like, they pulled her boob out at the party, and she was a victim.
1: My favourite. Um, scene was when they're in detention and there's a guy who's been there for twenty years, even yeah. though he looks the same age as them. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they do this like spanning time detention thing. I thought yeah. that was funny, and maybe that was very like music video ish.
2: Yeah. And it had uh, like amazing uh, like selection of musical tracks to denote yeah, every year yeah, that it was went with
1: like this like when it went all emo, and that was yeah. really funny. But I don't. I just yeah. I feel like you can't. Just make a film that's like that, after that, after that, after that. Like, it just didn't have enough. It wasn't enough for me to care about.
2: I think uh, this viewing, the thing that made me laugh the most was the Canadian guy (laughs) Uh, like and when he was in the debate in when he was debating her and that was a great performance from an actor i don't think i've seen anything he's not an
1: actor
0: he's he's embodied he's actually one of the uh rap artists oh yeah there you go he's a legit rap artist yeah yeah
1: i think they call them rappers
0: (laughs) Brendan, (laughs) white guy (laughs) Um, i
1: mean they are artists too yes yes. kanye west just had his house on the front of Architectural Digest. Ooh. Mm. It's so like weird. It looks like a haunted house. It's really sparse. Wait,
0: is that the one with the taps that go nowhere? Like
1: No, it's the one with all the Remember how we talked about the milk fridge? And oh, they have what? a fridge that's just milk.
0: No. Wait,
2: did we talk about
1: this? Yeah, we did. I don't went. think
2: on the air, but We're Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> um, can I tell you I take it back. My favorite part of the whole movie mm-hmm. was when the guy did Mbop, that was great.
0: Yes, yeah. I've, it made I, me
1: really happy, and I sung it for some time after.
0: <laughs> is there is there a release of that that version? Like, I do. Think, I, I remember seen it looking it for it after the movie ended, and <laughs> I couldn't find it. All right, well, Joseph, kind of you're listening to this, Add it and to it Spotify. Also, like, please
1: delved into porn at one stage, like proper porn. Oh, oh when it does uh, the, when the, uh, yeah.
2: Because when they're in detention then they're watching uh, like a YouTube video of. The movie that they're mm. torrenting, like, and- torrenting, and then yeah. they, they watch a movie, and then it ends up into a porn. Yeah, yeah
1: I thought
0: that was funny. Though. Wasn't that the like the the point? Like that they were just like it was parroting itself again and again, and it's like doing a photocopy. And it's like, what is what is a horror? It's basically tits and, and violence. Like, yeah, I don't know. I thought that was actually making some I sort don't of understand, stronger though, point.
1: Paul. Like, who who you know? You said you needed to like. You need to, like, see yourself in the movie or, like, have someone to root for or whatever. Like, yeah. who are you in this movie? I am the
2: film, the films as a whole is my subconscious, I think. Like, <laughs> if that makes sense. Like, it taps into so much stuff. No, I'm your interested
1: subconscious in- is this. It- not today, not today, not <laughs> today, not today, so yesterday.
0: I think we should all say which characters we are in the movie. I'm, I'm definitely
1: the loser girl.
0: And I'm obviously Eric Clapton. <laughs> I, uh, was he Eric Clapton? No, he was
1: Clapton, <laughs> Davis. No, he, Clapton, Clapton Davis. Davis. Eric
2: Clapton? Would um, you uh, uh, know
1: uh, uh, my w- name? W- how are
2: you Clapton Davis?
0: Well, I was in high school. I just didn't know it. That's all.
1: Which <laughs> means What? I
0: was cool and I just didn't know it. No, I disagree. I was hot um, and didn't know it. I was a lot of things. Anyway, Paul I bet
1: you dressed so much better than him. <laughs> Don't degrade yourself like this.
0: <laughs> um
2: I would like to think I was Ioni like the popular <laughs> pretty girl. But I was definitely not. And
1: so you, you were, gave birth to yourself. I yeah. thought
0: you were the guy who spanked the ass of the teacher as he left the room.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: was probably the teacher's gay boyfriend. <laughs> the overly effeminate one.
0: Yeah, that's the one.
2: All right, now it's time for our favorite segment, Hot or Not. Take it away, me. <laughs> <laughs> Are they a tutor or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone, Everyone is beautiful in their own way. All right. So I looked it up beforehand. Everyone was in their 20s when they filmed this. so I still we don't do- really
1: want to do it though. Anyway. <laughs> okay.
2: So let's start from the beginning. Cla- uh, sorry. Josh. Josh.
1: Uh, Josh Joshy. J- Josh-y. <laughs>
2: Josh Hutchison as Clapton Davis. Hot or not?
1: He normally is, but I couldn't stand him in this terrible like, clothes.
0: Where is his career? Because I, I, I actually really think he's funny and great.
1: He was in all the Hunger Games movies.
0: Yeah,
2: and he uh, produces and stars in Future Man. I think, well, yeah, wasn't Future he Man's produ- great. a
1: producer in this?
2: Uh yeah, he did produce this yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess I've never watched.
0: How old any was, Hunger was he Games. in this? He's
1: quite like <laughs>
0: he was nineteen when he shot
1: this. Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I guess I've never watched. Hunger Games, so I feel like he's just fallen off the map, but maybe he's actually doing
2: <laughs> probably really well. rolling around in his money. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he needs to do, like, he's not someone that would probably need to work.
0: I don't know, because, like, I really like Future Man, but mm-hmm. I'm like, where else, is, where else is this guy? Where has he been? But there we go. But you, you're
2: avoiding the subject. Do you think he's hot or do you think he's not? Uh, Yes. I'll say he is an attractive man.
1: He yeah. only getting a half from me because he's only hot as himself.
2: I'm going to give him a full hot because I think he's hot and I thought the character was hot in its own way.
1: No, He was like a little <laughs> fuckboy in this with bad pants and singlets. <laughs> <laughs> he somehow
2: pulled off the awful things he was wearing like
1: <laughs> even you want to pull them off
2: <laughs> maybe that too as in pull them off him <laughs> all right so spencer Locke as ione who did the body swap with her mother what is she else what else has she done because she looks really familiar too uh,
1: nothing.
2: nothing she was Kmart in the resident evil movies what
1: <laughs> you know that classic role <laughs>
0: <laughs> she, she was a, a giant <laughs> chain of stores? And no. was
1: yeah. cheaply produced homeware? <laughs>
2: in Resident Evil, because her character, they found her in a Kmart, so that was her name,
1: Kmart. a real original guy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Kmart was just a sponsor for the film. They just got um, some money in there.
2: She was in Cougar Town for a season. She was in, in
0: one of the Insidious movies. I, I'm going to say her her with her her mother's personality. It's hard cuz she was like really like bubbly and full of energy, but she was actually really mean. So, and I didn't get to know the other one enough, but I'd say she's cute. Yeah.
1: She's, she she <laughs> was pretty but very annoying.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: I think like if like a genie came up to me,
1: actually I could just like go to the bathroom now and make a cup of tea. <laughs> pretty but really annoying is everyone in this. Room <laughs>
2: If a genie came up to me and was like, I will grant you a wish, but the wish has to be that you have to turn into a teenage girl, that it can be any teenage girl that you want, this is
0: what I would choose. She's your choice? Yeah. She's like so, like,
2: everything about her whole look and her personality. As the mom, (laughs) you mean? Um, either or, because she was pretty similar either way, Uh, (laughs) but like that whole aesthetic I was very vibing with, so... I would definitely give her a heart. <laughs> well, I'd yeah, punch she... a
1: genie in the throat if they gave me that op- <laughs> opportunity. I'd be like, no fucking way. I'm not going back. <laughs> you can't make me.
0: She is like the, the like, she would have been the the top of the villain chain at, at the yeah, high so school. Brand yeah, Yeah, love. yeah. Everything Paul wants to be.
2: So... If a genie
1: she came up talked her friend and stole his boyfriend like the guy that she liked
0: but no that wasn't her yeah,
1: yeah. still terrible
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so if you if a genie came up to you Brendan and gave you the same offer who would be the teenage girl that you'd choose uh, um...
1: to be do you want to be a teenage girl Brendan to Let me tell you It's not good
2: <laughs> Okay We'll change was, it It's a demon That's forcing you To be a teenage girl So you have to choose The best case scenario
0: Well is, How old is Taylor Swift Because she's Doing She's her not ride, a teenager oh, That's disappointing um, and,
1: and she's had a real rough ride I wouldn't pick her Yeah,
0: yeah. But Isn't she like A billionaire Like doesn't she have a like own island Or something
1: I don't think
0: so. I swear she's like rolling at it. She's she's like doing better than Oprah. Anyway,
1: no one's doing better than Oprah. <laughs> I don't
0: I don't know enough teenage girls. I've got to watch more Disney films to 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 know which one to make a a, a good decision. So I, I guess I don't know this one. <laughs> you yeah, shit,
2: this this conversation had potential. You ruined it.
1: So.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um okay, next. Dane Cook as the principal.
1: What is he from?
2: Uh he had that romantic um, comedy
0: Good Luck Chuck with Jessica Alba and he was a uh, a running joke in uh most sitcoms in the Two thousand <laughs> employee of
2: the month for Jessica Simpson. Mm. My best friend's girl with um Kate Hudson. He's
0: also a stand-up comedian. Yeah, mainly. maybe
1: I've seen him do stand-up. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, he's not terrible, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Again, a very unlikable character, though.
0: He hated everyone in the film. Yeah, did and he was help? like
1: completely inappropriate with with teenage children. So, and when he
2: was young, he did try to blow up the entire <laughs> school. Yeah,
1: okay. He's out. You're out, <laughs>
2: mate. <laughs> Brendan. Uh, yes, I I have to agree. <laughs> that he's a not? he's a knot, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give him a knot. Only okay.
1: enough though he probably is the only person from this movie that I would date. <laughs> 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 Even though he's a little dick bag. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well you could you could date the after one when he like is more well adjusted. Great. <laughs> Shanley Caswell as Riley, the main character.
1: Uh no, I don't know. It was really hard to root for her. She got in her own way a lot.
2: See, <laughs> so me <giving> her or <laughs> not?
1: Kind of.
2: I think she definitely had that whole, and I'm sure it was a conscious decision of the "she's all that" uh, syndrome, where a clearly beautiful girl is. The nerd that no one likes. Do
1: you know who I thought <laughs> they were trying? Like who she reminded me of? Mm-hmm. God, I should never have started this because I can't tell you probably You should probably edit the fuck out of what I just said because from where? <laughs> not where. <laughs> not very. <laughs> or, or just get rid of that whole <laughs> thing.
0: <laughs> uh, Brendan, you give me a heart or not? Uh, she was a bit annoying, but she's she's a cute girl. Yeah. Say so, she'll, she'll get a pass. She gets a Brendan's patented pass. Okay.
2: I'm going to give her a, a hot as well.
1: I didn't really answer.
2: <laughs> but you gave her a not, didn't you?
1: I didn't really say. <laughs> I just said she was annoying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so does that mean
0: it's a not?
1: I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: undecided from Lucy. <laughs> what about Ducky? I don't remember his name, but basically the character who is the uh, the Ducky character.
1: Do so you mean the nerdy guy? Yeah. He's no Ducky, my friend.
0: <laughs> but he's... he's, he's Basically, every ducky no, he you inside, know, he really, was an the incel.
1: Guy, he was the guy. Yeah. Ducky's not an incel, though. He he was the <laughs> guy the, in the Pretty Cool who, like, s- spied on girls in the- In the uh, showers. Yeah. yeah. He was disgusting.
0: All right. Yeah, Sure. <laughs> (laughs) There's a slight variation where he becomes a sex pest. But yes, I I still feel like there's a. I love Ducky. And he, that hot girl, Ducky,
1: that hot girl loved Ducky at the end in the prom. He's not an incel. He would have been getting some on the reg. (laughs) (laughs) And he had. Ducky wore great clothes as well. I will not stand for
2: this. I think you're talking about A.D. Johnson who played Sander in this film. Yeah. Yeah, he's a definite not. He was gross. He's just.
0: He was yeah. an incel. He was an incel. <laughs> yeah.
2: Definite no. Very uh, rapey
0: no.
1: Yeah. By
0: the way, everyone listening, we're talking about The Killer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, he was The Killer. It's so insignificant. You, see, you, yeah. See, you
0: forget. Yeah. Because hey, the movie even like ends, and they're like, oh, yeah, The Killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to wrap this up.
1: What a well thought out scripted film. <laughs>
2: All right, now it's time for Opinion Swap, where we find some interesting reviews of detention from around the interwebs. Come on,
1: internet, back me up.
2: (laughs) I only chose positive reviews. (laughs) You (laughs) did. All right, so this one is from Dirk H on Letterboxd, who gave it three stars. And he says, right. This is either one of the best genre-bending sci-fi horror masterpieces ever made or it is or it is an atrocious ADHD-fueled, self-aware and obnoxious MTV commercial. <laughs> I'm not quite sure yet.
1: So I think well, that sums clear. up. <laughs> this People's,
0: conversation, yeah. yeah.
1: I feel like I just need to like, put a little asterisk here and say like, Obviously, this director's, like, far smarter than me and, like, has a great life, and this film just wasn't for me. I'm Mm. sorry. Yeah. Like, good on you for trying something different and taking a big swing. But don't you
2: prefer a big swing and something ambitious over something bland and boring?
1: Um... I mean, I hope I when I flip the coin to decide between those two things, it explodes and kills me. I don't want to watch either of those films. I want to watch, like, a well-crafted, great, beautiful film. <laughs> All
2: right, so this one's, this one's a bit of a different one. So this is on Letterboxd, but it's actually written by Mark Palermo, who wrote the movie. And he put uh, his Wait, own. he's doing a review on it? He did his own review on Letterboxd. <laughs>
1: You're making a mockery <laughs> of my words, ma'am.
2: <laughs> so he didn't give it a star rating, but he said, It's always a tricky proposition when you make dinner for your date and then she demands to see your own movie. I hadn't watched Attention in several years, and this is the first time it started to feel like a long time ago and that I was sort of able to experience it as a regular audience member might. My date had a couple questions about things like why the neighbors don't hear Riley screaming when she's chased through the suburban backyards. They can hear, I replied. It's just that the world is maddening. (laughs) Anyway, she said she liked it, so we'll probably go out again. (laughs) And that's as close to a review for this great film as you'll get out of me.
1: Oh my god, can you imagine he would have been so sweaty like watching that on a date yeah. his own movie would have been that would have been a nightmare.
2: And it's not like a film that and a
0: choice, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: I, I feel like detention E would be a good test of like how much you vibe with your date.
1: Yeah, he would have we wouldn't have been going out again.
2: <laughs> Just walk out halfway through. <laughs> so this one's from Mumbles, who gives it four stars on Letterboxd. And they say, this film is like snorting coke off of a unicorn's vagina. (laughs) Mm. Uh, This one's from The Ron on Letterboxd, gave it half a star. This film is like someone shit several genres in a disgusting toilet, flushed and it all overflowed onto the floor. It's seriously an awful horror comedy ripoff of Scott Pilgrim by a director who, judging by his filmography, shouldn't be allowed to direct films. It's a steaming pile of corn-riddled shit.
1: um, (laughs) Like, I I wouldn't be that mean, but I'm pretty close. (laughs) It was just too much for me. Like, you could definitely get,
0: like, a Edgar Wright, like, vibes from the way it's, like, paced and shot and stuff.
1: Yeah, I think this would make a shot, really shot. good
2: uh, double feature with Scott Pilgrim. I think Scott Pilgrim is definitely the stronger of the two and movies. Would, Scott
1: Pilgrim would be the headline, and uh, you could go and get your candy bar, and, like, maybe if you're on a date, you make out during this one, and then you watch the other movie.
0: <laughs> so harsh. That's what you do in a scary movie, right? No. No? Yeah. <laughs> Uh so this was from Maybe jo- the
1: way you pulled it, but <laughs> uh
2: so this was from Joe Christian who gave it gave it three stars and called it silly, silly, crazy movie. <laughs> it was awful, but I just love Josh Hutchison. So it was worth the money. I never watched it all the way through though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what how, you spent money on it but you didn't watch the whole thing
2: yeah and you think if you love him that much you'd want to watch every second of it yeah maybe they just f- fast forwarded to all the josh parts
1: also oh, maybe like they bought it right I yeah see. <laughs> i understand how these things work <laughs>
2: There was definitely a lot of reviews that were like, Josh Hutchinson's so
1: cute. <laughs> <laughs> when did um The Hunger Games start? When was that? Uh,
2: before this. Right. So yeah, he yeah. had already had that behind him. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> he could take a risk.
2: Is yeah. that
1: what made him, like, part from yeah. sort of status?
2: Yeah, because yeah. he was in, like, other successful films, like Bridge to Terabithia and stuff before that, but yeah. then, yeah, The Hunger Games. Did it? I think everything, everyone that was involved with that turned them to the next level. Yeah. So. <laughs> Okay, now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. All right, so I think since you've been so down on this film, <laughs> you should start and tell us what we should be watching instead.
1: Yes, and I'm so happy to do this one. <laughs> um, and also, I feel like this could be a chance that we're doing the same thing.
2: i think there is zero chance oh, right. zero Mr. Paul chance
1: with his, um obscure Disney catalog. yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so the guy that plays Wallace in Veronica Mars yeah. had the tiniest cameo in this. Yeah, to the even point think... where I was like, "Was that
0: him?" And yeah. then he's like, "I don't even eh. think he
1: had a line." Right? he yeah. was just in front he of the just screen. Just, he goes, yeah. "Yeah,"
0: like he's just pumped. Yeah, yeah.
1: and <laughs> I have Paul to thank for my love of Veronica Mars. So I'm doing the Veronica Mars movie.
0: Okay, um, from yeah.
1: 2014. I just I love everything about Veronica Mars. It's like angsty teenager, it's a little bit older in the film, I guess. Yeah, but there's like the crime element. She just doesn't give a hoot about Yeah rules and yeah. Um, Paris Hilton she loves cameos to stick it to the man. <laughs> Kevin Smith cameos. Yeah. yeah. I just um Yeah. So I'm doing the, the Veronica Mars movie. Yeah, yeah. But very weird that he was in this for a millisecond. Yeah,
2: I feel like he must have known someone, or yeah, some reason. I haven't read up why he was in this. No, but- and it's
1: funny, like when you're reading the cast list on IMDb, he's quite high up. Yeah, but he, yeah, wasn't really <laughs> in it. But that's mine.
2: Yeah. No, it's a, like Veronica a classic show. I think yeah, Brendan
0: Veronica and I-,
1: Mars, I can't catalog. believe I slept on it for so long. Like, I didn't watch it at all when it was out. And I just thought always thought it looked really stupid. Yeah. And then I think, I don't know, I was probably sick or something. And Paul said to me, you yeah. should watch Veronica Mars." Yeah. Because um, it was when the new series came out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I've never watched it at all. Yeah. And then I- Binge through it so quickly. I just loved it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a show that had like its struggles. I mean, it was always like about to get cancelled, and that really, last was it? that last season they had to like reboot the format of the show halfway through the season, mm. and then you know they had to kickstart the movie, and then that came back, and then the Hulu show came back, and now everyone's hating on it because oh, of how it ended. Really?
0: I love the Hulu show.
2: The the Hulu show I really enjoyed, but then like. The ending, ending, which we won't spoil, last,
0: it's a bit rough. The yeah. last mm.
2: five minutes of the ending, I think, has soured the whole fan base of the show.
1: For you as well, or no?
2: I like. I think the show is strong enough to like. Yeah, that to I still that. love it. Yeah, sure. yeah, I mean, I wish they didn't do what they did, mm. but, but I'm watching next Her season. Her choice That's- in men
1: was always very um. Like, I didn't agree. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just loved it.
2: Well, Hulu said they're not going to make another season. <gasps> and I think a lot of that is because the fan base has pretty much said they're not going to watch but it. I'm
1: here, fan base. Yeah. I'm here, Hulu. I'm. If I'm
0: that's true, you, you should be ashamed of yourself yeah. if listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, can add more Veronica Mars. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: Brendan, what are you recommending?
0: Well, this movie mm. is a time travel movie. Yeah. So. I'm going to travel back to episodes fourteen, which I did a, a few different movies. Um, do you recall <sighs> my tenuous link to Everyday, which was multiple swaps? Yeah. So I'm going to swap out a. I'm traveling back to that episode, <laughs> and I'm going to swap with a tenuous link I did there. And I'm bringing it to this one, and it's called Time Crimes. Have you heard of this film? But I don't understand how that's related to the other thing. Yeah, me either. What do you mean?
1: You could have just said it was a time travel link.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah. The movie I'm doing is a time travel. What is movie Time here? Crimes? <laughs> what is Time Crimes? Seen it. Like
1: Veronica Mars, but with time travel?
0: No. <laughs> oh. It's a it's a Italian film. It's uh it's about this. Gentleman, he there's this like weird serial killer like character, and he uh, starts to um, to follow him, and he and it's uh, it becomes this weird unique adventure that he goes on. I don't, I don't really want to give anything away. Yeah. Obviously, with like time travel films, mm-hmm. there's always this element of like you know paradoxes and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. This film, uh, I I did not expect where it went. It did it so well and. Yeah, having this element of like a serial killer slasher. Sort of style, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just a really good watch. So, it's, yeah, it's a very
2: it. entertaining movie. Cool. And the director went on, like he's got a Hollywood career now. He's did the Anne Hathaway movie Colossal, which was
0: also really mm-hmm. cool. Which so, was one of my connections in the uh, episode. I just traveled back in time and took it from. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, I would I would back that what? recommendation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Despite Brendan's. <laughs> overly convoluted way of getting there yeah right good good Couldn't connection, the connection
1: have just been it was a slasher movie and there was time trouble
2: <laughs> i guess so yeah uh, but why
1: the not did the George connection? Throwback. it doesn't make any sense
2: maybe he was he was connecting to how much this film was really disorienting was, was, and yeah. just put
1: in all this shit that you didn't need yeah oh, very good all very year, clever <laughs> very topical
2: all right, so My Connection is one of the musical artists that appear on the soundtrack of this film, MC Hammer, whose song You Can't Touch This appears in the film. And his fi- his song um, Straight To My Feet appeared in the 1994 classic Street Fighter, Starring John Claude Van Damme, Kylie Minogue,
0: and Raul Julia. Have, have <laughs> you seen um, no. Street Fighter? Are you talking about the John Claude Van Damme? Like once again, like this is where we're supposed to give people something good to watch. <laughs> have you seen it? Yeah,
2: it is one of the most entertaining bad movies ever made.
1: Oh, I see what the link is. <laughs> Fucking burns coming from Lucy
2: This film is terrible Like it's a bad movie The production behind it is insane Apparently Jean-Claude Van Damme rocked up Like completely coked off his face every day to set
1: The 90s baby (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah like they shot in like these awful conditions And everything went wrong with the shoot and the resulting film is a mess, but it's just glorious to watch. And I think <laughs> I've seen this film, like, dozens of times, and I can quote whole swaths of this film off by heart. It is just hilarious from beginning to end. <laughs> Kylie Minogue's performance is legendary, how awful it yeah, is. Yeah, I love a
1: Kylie Minogue acting. Yeah. For sure.
2: <laughs> um, And, yeah, John claude Van Damme, who's supposed to be playing – uh the character that he's playing from Street Fighter is supposed to be the all American hero and they cast Jean Claude Van Damme in it. <laughs> and it's just uh highly recommend this film it is it's a classic so
0: i highly recommend uh watching like a three minute youtube clip of the best bits no you don't you don't get you know he'll full. make me
1: watch it's coming for me for <laughs> ten years for sure yeah <laughs> it's going to be yeah don't
0: worry uh <laughs> When's this uh you know we're talking about like these uh these art house you know unique films that you love as well as much as Terrible films and Disney, and what are they? uh, What are they coming up? Never.
1: He doesn't. He doesn't actually like films like that. (laughs) It's all lies. Exactly. No, you're all lies.
0: (laughs) Uh, So good.
2: (laughs) All right. So where are we ranking detention? In the movies that we've done so far Let me
1: scroll down, 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 <laughs> down, down And <laughs> putting it in between Dr. Jekyll and Sister Hyde And a Christmas switch Oh, so, so low Yeah, sorry guys
2: I didn't know if would vibe with it But I'm very surprised that you hated it this much Right Friend, I, I,
1: From the opening sequence I was like, I love this And then it just, it, like it was ripped <laughs> away from me so quickly I'm like, I want to go with that girl in that movie What's happening? <laughs>
2: <laughs> did Adrian watch any of this film with you? Yeah. What did he think?
1: He went for a walk around the block after he we finished it.
2: Oh, he watched the whole thing.
1: Uh no, he he was kind of in and yeah, out. yeah. yeah. And he was just like oh, I felt really weird Going outside I felt really like I was in a video game Or something It's like It <laughs> fucked me up
2: See that to me Is a mark of a good film <laughs> No he was like He
1: didn't He didn't If like it, it
2: alters it. your reality That's a good movie
0: I had uh, Katrina Come in halfway mm-hmm. And she watched it To the end And then she asked me A few questions And I was like I don't know <laughs> I Nobody like, does I watched the whole thing I don't know <laughs> um, So where are you Ranking it Brandon. I'm going to put it. Duh, 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 duh. I'm going to put it. Ooh, uh, I'm going to put it uh, between your name and Shazam, number three on the list. Bam!
1: Wow,
2: that's like one of the biggest discrepancies we've had on mm. the show. so far. <laughs> I
1: don't know. You left pretty, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So. That I even
2: put pretty cool. Not even that high. But
1: then you amended it, didn't you? Yeah. No,
2: it's presently in the middle <laughs> of right. the pack. Mm -hmm. Um, even though i kind of want to just put it on the top (laughs)
0: Um, see what i
1: mean the art house thing it's not real yeah
0: i guess that was art house
1: (laughs) no it wasn't it was was just because tits are in it and it's low budget doesn't mean it's like an indie film i'm gonna
2: put it underneath big so between big and jumanji welcome to the jungle so, like fifth from the top.
0: Still, a, yeah,
1: still a good place.
0: Yeah, good placement.
1: Cool. Sorry. Well, I think I want to end this relationship.
0: <laughs> well, you
2: don't want to because wait till you hear what we're watching in the next episode. Yay.
0: <laughs> so, I know you
2: just accused me of not wanting to, to do art house movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, next episode, we're going a bit highbrow. We're doing something a bit classy. He's We're not, a, though, because he's his voice grin. is going
1: really high. Yeah.
2: <laughs> something a bit high-minded.
0: <laughs> he's so excited.
2: Oh, no. I don't
1: think I've ever
2: been as excited to recommend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Paul has left <laughs> the building. See ya. <laughs> It's still going. <laughs> right.
2: um, He's crying. I've never been this excited to announce what we're watching in the next episode bef- ever. Uh, <laughs> so, next episode, we will be watching <laughs> <laughs> the 2014 film Bad.
1: <laughs> Do you want me to read it? <laughs> no, that's all right, I'll get,
2: I'll get there. <laughs> the 2014 film Bad Johnson, a.k.a. Schlong Story. <laughs> what? <laughs> Where a charismatic womanizer...
1: He actually sounds sad, like he's yeah, crying it like so he's much. Like... It sounds like emotional.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a charismatic womanizer receives his comeuppance after his penis mysterious... <laughs> Mysteriously <gasps> leaves his body and takes human form. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Are you, is um, this is
0: this a body swap? Yeah, because the penis turns into a person. But is that a body swap? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's pretty loose. I feel like you really forced this one. I'm not sure why.
1: <laughs> Are
2: you excited? No. <laughs> Brendan, you're in a shock state.
1: Um, of Silence. Wait, so
0: his penis becomes a person? Yes. Okay.
1: Oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a real delve into the male psyche.
1: Great.
2: I think it's going to be really good.
1: <laughs> I think you're just going to enjoy that I hate it. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I have a feeling that you might enjoy this one. Why? Because it's got like a real feminist message to it. Yeah, about how men treat women.
1: Does the penis turn into a woman?
2: No, the penis turns into a man. Mm-hmm. But then it looks like the guy, like, discovers what life's like when his thoughts aren't so controlled how does he by urinate his penis. When
1: his penis is gone, I'm sure the film explores it. <laughs> okay, then. So, All the
0: things we get to find out next week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, next episode.
2: I can't wait.
1: Yeah, I don't know how you're going to make it through. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, without, like, dying of laughter?
1: Yeah. The vein in your head, like, really, nearly popped uh, out. Yeah, yeah,
0: just saying the title, the synopsis, you are almost having a heart attack. <laughs> I don't
2: think I've laughed that much in a while. I think I needed that.
1: Truly, <laughs> we're doing a mutiny soon where we where we get to pick. Um, uh, this is like, I can't take much more of this. Uh, yeah, do
0: you, do you decide based on how, how much you reckon it will frustrate Lucy? <laughs>
1: History says yes. (laughs) (laughs) You as
2: well, though. I want to frustrate both of you. It's not just targeted. I feel like it's harder
1: to piss Brendan off, though. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Did this one piss you off? Hearing this,
0: the thing that frustrates me most is I feel like it's really on the cusp of a a body swap.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The penis swaps into a body.
0: Look, if if this if this was getting a grade. (laughs) You get, you get your, it's a pass. It's, no,
1: it's a, it's like a, he just a, failed. But you're
0: going to have to see me after class. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right.
2: Well, listeners, if you're pissed off about the fact that we're going to do a film where a penis turns <laughs> for <to> a person, <laughs> <laughs> send us an email.
1: I just don't want to have to like watch a film where like a large bit of it's just going to have to be looking at a dick.
2: No, but I don't think you'll actually ever see the penis.
1: Oh, I really think we will. <laughs>
0: Okay Cool
1: Well one day we'll get to watch like a Corey Feldman classic
2: Alright until next time I was Paul Mitzi I was Lucy Thomas I was Brendan
0: Levi (laughs) We're all really happy to be here
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening Review us on iTunes (laughs)
1: Bye Bye. Tell us about
2: penises Bye
1: Send that straight to
2: the Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.